This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations you know what this means, A-teamers? It simply means you and I are free uh, to speak our minds. We are talking sex. When is it too much in a relationship? But here's an A-teamer who's saying a great song that um, just before you... <laughs> ah, I don't know if I'm allowed to read this word, uh, but this A-teamer says just before you hornify us. I don't know if there's such a word. Uh, but yeah, A-teamers, we're in the closet. Let's get open. Let's get open. We're talking when is sex too much in a relationship? I want to hear from you on 011-714-2006 or you can send an SMS to 41391. WhatsApps go to 0614-104107. Thank you very much for joining us. Beautiful Mamfundisi, author of the book, uh, Relationships and All That Jazz. Good evening. Good evening, everyone, and good evening to the whole team and everyone that's still up at this time of the night. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we're talking about um, quantifying sex. Because in a relationship, there's usually two people, whether it's a homosexual or heterosexual relationship. But the baseline of a relationship is two people, unless you're going into polyandry and polygamy. And the two people don't always see eye to eye because is there a barometer to measure the quantity of sex, what is enough and what is too much? Mm. Yeah, it's a a tough one, Patricia, because... You know, when you're talking about if it's too much or too less, you're actually sometimes not really talking about quantifying it um, in terms of how frequent it should be. But you're also talking about the quality of the sex that you're having. Because if the quality is not right, then, I mean, who wants to participate at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's the quality of the sex. It's the quality, but, but absolutely. I, before we get to quality of sex, because that has many questions on its own, quantity, is there a barometer? How do you measure so that as a couple, you are able to say, Hi, boo, ka. Uh, three times a day is the, the norm. That's normal. Everyone should be having sex three times a day, um, despite qua- quality. We're just talking quantity right now. Um, so, so what is the barometer? What is enough sex? You see, because people are so diverse (laughs) in nature and relationships themselves are so diverse. I mean, you have people that are in long distance relationships and so on. So it becomes very difficult um, for anyone to have a specific barometer, you know, because also it it comes with issues of age and so on and and things that people do, obviously. So for some people, you know, athletic people, people that exercise and so on, you might find they might say even twice a day, every single day, as long as we can and nobody's sick, let's do it. And then you get somebody that says, ah, twice a week is fine for me. So we can only quantify it by, by saying that the average or the, the right amount of sex is actually an amount where both of us are satisfied, where both of us at the end of the week can say, hmm, yo, I'm in a good relationship, I'm in a healthy sexually healthy relationship here where both partners are satisfied. All right. A-teamers, please, 
Let us know. How do you quantify enough sex? Is it three times a day, three times a week, uh, three times a month, maybe three times a year? And let us know. Is it because of your age? Is it because of just, you know, the way you have sex? I don't know. I just want to know from you. 011-714-2006 or on WhatsApp at 614 Remember, you can remain anonymous, but make sure that those uh, voice notes are audible. SMSs go to 41391 and they are charged at one rand fifty. You were talking about quality of sex. So so on the quantity part, it's up to you as a couple. Definitely. So but you, remember the mm-hmm. key the key there is we have to both be satisfied, Pat. Both of us must walk out of this thing saying, hmm, I'm in a sexually healthy relationship. So both people. Um Absolutely. yeah. Okay. Both people in the relationship must be mm-hmm. satisfied. But sometimes mm-hmm. one might not be satisfied because mm-hmm. one wants more sex than what the other one is willing to give for yeah. whatever reasons. So let's talk about it. How do you handle a couple? Um, I'm sure as a mom fundis, a pastor's wife, you, you interact with couples who are having mm-hmm. um, issues of sexual nature in their relationships. How do you handle it when one partner has a higher sex drive than the other and the other just says, this is too much sex that you're ordering? Uh, no, mama, I can't give you sex that often. Or no, baba, mm-hmm. I can't give you sex that often. Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs for both parties because first we need to understand where does our sex drive um, come from. So basically, some of them will come from. So the person that's hyperactive or hypersexualized, if there is such a word, that person has to understand what is it about them that makes them only want sex. Because sex, as well, when it's objectified, it's it's actually an issue. When the first thing you see in me is just you know just wanting to get me undressed and so on, you don't see unamonde the person, unamonde the intellectual, unamonde the kind-hearted person, and and and. That's also a problem. So frequency also borders on that. There are psychological issues that influence how often we need this thing. Because we all know with the sex is like a drug, you know, you release endorphins and oxytocin and all, and all those things. But if, you, if you're not getting your happy pills from life, I mean, there's a lady that spoke about op- optimism, just the other, just the other uh, program, the program away. So if you can't satisfy yourself with other things, going to the beach, exercising and so on, and then your only happy pill is sex, it's a problem as well. But equally, your partner that has a low sex drive, we need to understand why is it that they can't really come to the party. Yeah, understand. If they have a low sex drive, is it a health issue? Is it an issue of childhood trauma? Where is this coming from? Before we can actually start addressing the incompatibility issue. Mm. Okay. So let's say it is a low sex drive. Yes. Um, how do you deal with that? Oh, darling, I mean, it's 2022. There are so, <laughs> <laughs> so many products out there. Are you so talking about many. blue little pills? I I ain't saying nothing, but I'm just saying, 2022, there are so many things that are out there. Firstly, let's, let, let's address the issue of maybe are you getting enough exercise? Because I know for a fact from, from personal experience, if you are active, if you're exercising, you're jogging, I mean, you're eating healthy and so on, 
everything within your body is healthy, including your mind, body, and soul, and your sexuality. You find that your libido is quite it is, it is a little bit heightened because everything is just running smoothly. Your blood is flowing. So the issue of exercise, and then secondly, we address the issue of mentality as well. How do you view sex? Do you view it? as a sin, as a horrible person, you know, those are for those people that were raised in very, very strict homes. So you find that even when, you know, the the, the, the grounds are open for you to have sex, you know, you're in a safe and comfortable, secure relationship, you find it difficult to express yourself and to actually look at sex as a healthy part of an adult life. All right, so... Exercise, be healthy, mm-hmm. be fit, a good diet, I would add to that, yes. um, a Absolutely. diet that will enhance your sex life. I know that there's some natural ways of getting things done, Absolutely. you know, uh, having your, your, your grape seeds and, you know, all the, our, uh, no, that's for another day. But eating the right foods, okay, your Absolutely. okra and the, I think we should have a discussion on the foods people should eat to enhance sex um, drive. So now that you've done all those things in terms of exercise and healthy diet and um, a positive mindset and now you're still seeing that hey, sex drive car it's not matching up to your partners mm-hmm. what else can you do what would you advise as a mom from this and and I, i'll always keep referring to this because i'm I, sure even the book relationship and all that jazz is centered around your faith mm-hmm. absolutely so that is when you actually sit down and you have a conversation with your better half and this is when you start discussing, aim for it to yo, look, I cannot do seven days a week. So what else can we do? You know, meet me halfway. So I can only do two days a week. You want seven days a week. Can we maybe push it to three days a week or four days a week? Will that be okay for you? And then what else can we substitute sex with? You know, um, would you settle for, you know, just cuddling? Would you settle with, uh, you know, just us? sitting around the fireplace and just, you know, touching and so on, fondling, or, or, or what's the deal? So that's when you really have to have that engagement. Because, again, you don't want to have uh, sexual intercourse with somebody who's just not there, with, some, with somebody who's half dead, you know, who's mm, not mm. responsive. You don't want that. You want a partner that is there. You know, Uri Fila spoke about living in the moment. Same thing here with sexuality and being sexual or um, having a sexual experience. You have to be in the moment. You can't be in bed with somebody and thinking about groceries and, and, and all the other things, your mother-in-law and the whole world. You have to be in the moment as well. So let's have that discussion. with Where can we meet each other halfway? All right, have that discussion. Sounds like it's going to be monotonous sex if we are now setting dates. No, we're not having sex on Monday, but on Tuesday we'll have sex. Uh, we're not having sex on Wednesday because, yeah, on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't want to be part of a relationship like that. Let it be spontaneous. But obviously, to try and match those libidos, that's what people are doing, right? Um, and then you you were also saying that sometimes it's, it's a mental thing. So someone's sex drive might might be so high because mentally when they object objectify their partners how can Absolutely. you deal with that there you need to involve ama professionals but then again the person must admit to it look there's, there's something wrong with me this is a bit too much you understand now i'm not talking about healthy people that go to the gym as i mentioned obviously your sex drive will be a bit heightened because you're healthy however i'm talking about where it's it's an it's an object you know when you see your partner 
the only thing before even asking how was their day, you're already undressing them and and, and. that's a problem. You need to go back, maybe um, go to a psychologist and have a look at what are the issues that are driving you. There are some people that have been predisposed to pornography, um, maybe at an early age. So you find the only way that they can engage really with the opposite sex is through, you know, undressing them. That, that, that's it. There's no other way. So you need to dig back, dig in, go to a psychologist and have a look and see, is there anything maybe in your past that is causing you to be that way? All right, let's go to some of the voice notes from A-teamers. Please send us those juicy voice notes. Tell us if you are getting enough on 0614-104-107 or if you are being deprived, <laughs> you can also let us know so we can help you navigate that sexual drive um, with your partner. Hi, Patricia and Nomonde. I just think it's very important, um, even though it's, it's very, very hard to, to, to establish in the beginning when, you, when you, you're starting to date someone, if you guys are sexually compatible and also um, looking at the sex drive of you and and your partner i think those two things for me are very important and then they set the tone for you know the frequency of the sex because you know um our schedules change all the time but the quality has always always not the quality has not must not be compromised at all you know um so that's that's pretty much uh, my view on this uh, the compatibility the sex drive and the quality as well is very, very, very important because we probably have times where we've got all the time to have sex. And sometimes you pretty much have about five minutes to have it. So um, when you're compatible with your partner, so the quality can 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 be, you know, kept uh, standard, be it it's for five minutes or be it it's the entire weekend. This is Sakile Njohanisbeck. Thank you. Thank you, Sakile. I love the fact that you're saying you and your partner must be able to check if you're compatible. Uh, no more on the compatibility sexually. People don't really look into that. Um, am, firstly, am I attracted to my partner? Uh, does my partner make my, you know, my little toes curl every time I look at him or her? Uh, do I feel chemistry? Uh, and then from there onwards, are we compatible sexually? I think this is an important point that Sakile has made. Absolutely, and absolutely. And especially you, you covered something just a little bit before we went on the comments where you spoke about the issue of, you know, planned sex might not be, you know, that spontaneous and so on. That's another misconception, hey, because then how do people who have extramarital affairs um, have such a, a powerful <laughs> and exciting sex life? Because that's planned. It's like, hey, you know what? <laughs> the only time I have is Friday lunchtime. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I never, I, uh, you see, I, my mind is not that dirty. <laughs> thought honestly I'm, I'm being very honest with you i never thought of it like that you see but it's always spicy and hot and as i've never done it i'm telling you so 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 how do they get to that point it's the quality so it's planned and so on that part is monotonous and boring however as a couple as well you can do these things you can meet me at the hilton hotel at this time who said hotels are for extramarital affairs Come on now. I mean, who said Wuti, these um, one-hour places and two-hour places are only for filthy sex and, and, and dirty sex and all of that? 
you know, couples in good and healthy relationships can utilize those places. You know, there's other things, so many things. You can play dress up. There are so many things that you can do, although it's planned, but you can make it spontaneous, make it hot, make it steamy, have an agreement because this is what we're doing on that particular date. And I'm telling you, it will change the narrative altogether. All right, all right. Thank you for opening up our minds there. Let me go to the next voice note from our A-teamer. Good evening, SAFM listeners, Chumantuli and your guest. I think I can say, I can quantify successful sex by the number of times that both partners can reach orgasm, that both partners can reach the climax thereof during the sex action. Thank you. Thank you, Atima. Um, and Amanda, would you like to come in there? Yeah. Um, I think brother is talking about the quality as well. But I also want to add something to that, Guti. The build-up to sex is very, very important. And this is something that we overlook as well. We like checking a roster here. With, okay, we agreed on three times a week. There we go, Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday. Absolutely. Now we, you know, next target. <laughs> as if it's target for work. But the build-up. I mean, I always talk to people and I say, you can't be shouting at me during the day, calling me stupid and doing all these things. And then at night... It's that time you you expect fireworks and orgasms and all of that. And it's both sexes, hey? You can't be calling your man stupid and doing all these things. It's, oh, you are nothing like my dad and all of that, and comparing him to other men. Mm. And then at night you expect a stallion. It does not work like that. You have to build up, make sure that the environment, the climate is conducive for you to have great sex. And it starts in the mind as well. Make sure that your home or your relationship is conducive enough for us both to enjoy each other when it comes to um, having sexual relations. So have a conducive environment for sex, but uh, not only that, don't just leave it there. Uh, make sure that it's a, it's a constant thing, you know. Mm. You know, I, 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 I don't know. I see couples who are mature in age. Um, holding hands, going to the malls, uh, um, you know, embracing each other, sharing a cup of tea with each other. And then you see couples who are fairly young and it's almost like you walk behind me and I'll walk in front of you and it just doesn't matter. And you expect when we get home, we are going to be intimate and loving and have steamy sex. I don't know if it works that way. Absolutely not. It cannot. So, for couples who are saying we, we are not sinking sexually, we just don't sink, we are needing to find that sweet spot. We want to make sure it's not too much. We don't want to be um, too stingy with the sex. What should we do? Because at the end of the day, I've heard some A-teamers send us voice notes and messages saying, no, women are not uh, very giving when it comes to sex. Women, women yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a woman must just stop depriving the man. It's the man's right. Someone even took it to the point of calling it a constitutional right. Um, I don't know if they wanted to say something else, but they said it's a constitutional right for a man to be given sex. You know, um, and women should stop being stingy because this causes men to, um, you know, want to leave that particular woman. Um, 
And, and, and this for me is a challenge. So how do we address such? Quality, Patricia. Quality. quality. We all go back to quality. Okay. And what are you doing to me or with me outside the bedroom? You made a very classical example, that old couple that's holding hands and being sweet and being kind to each other. Imagine if they were young, Wuti, how much or how, how often you would give it to them. I mean, somebody's been nice to you. If they've taken you out for breakfast and, 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 or they've just said something so sweet and you're like, you know what, this man, when we get home, you know, it's, it's going down. Just for that comment that they made. So they need to learn, forget about the constitutional rights and whatever, your conjugal rights, but what are you doing to me outside the bedroom? It is very difficult. Remember, women are emotional creatures. It's very difficult for me to be sexual and hyped up over a man that was just insulting me the whole day. It is, it is difficult, very difficult. So play your cards right from the morning all the way throughout the day. Call me during the day. You know, get the mood right outside the bedroom. By the time the lights are off, you will see. Mm. You know, I so wish uh, this A-team had said conjugal duties, but then I would have come back and asked, are you married to that woman you are demanding the sex from? <laughs> uh, but yeah, because conjugal does not uh, fall outside of those premises. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so the quality of the sex, right? Yes. The quality yeah. of the sex becomes more important than the quantity of the sex from what you're explaining. Absolutely. And, and there, there are times where biologically you can't have sex uh, or others' they, they, health won't allow them to have sex, but they can still be intimate and have quality intimacy. Yes. How do we make that quality saucy and spicy all the time? especially if you've been together for a very long time. It's one thing to be a couple that lives far from each other uh, in different Mm. provinces or different cities because you don't live together. It's one thing for a couple that sees each other every weekend because you're hyped up, you're excited. But for a couple that lives together for a long time, when I am long or you've been married for a long time, you know, how do you keep it? How do you keep the quality spicy? How do you keep Mm. the quality yummy for both you and your partner? Yeah. So th- this is where I'm going to be a bit controversial. Hey? Come on, anything, girl. <laughs> anything and everything goes. So the first controversial one is with the arguments. Do you know if you've taught yourself to argue, to have healthy arguments, right? Healthy arguments where nobody's insulting the other, but we just have those disagreements. When we decide to forgive each other, we already miss each other. We already have that passion that we built up when we were, you know, into it and having these arguments. I'm not talking about fights where, you know, we hit each other on the head with beer bottles and whatever it is that people do to each other. But I'm just talking about healthy disagreements, yeah. healthy debates. When those are done, we actually have that extra, extra spunk or, or passion, you know, that drives us and then we take that to the bedroom. That's one. And then secondly... Um, Issues of, like I said, I think we've covered the one about what we do before the bedroom. But also, you know, missing each other. If we've been traveling um, on business or whatnot, or, you know, those um, uh, monthly periods that you get. My husband has this thing where he counts. He knows exactly that the cycle is supposed to take this long. And then I'll be coming home all grumpy and he's saying, uh, okay, it's day three. So we're almost there, almost there. And then he starts <laughs> doing push-ups and so on. You know, it's, it's just such a, a sweet and, and, and 
just a weird thing that he does. But those little things, that those little playful things that you, you, you do, you send it to each other text. So you say, okay, you know, tonight it's going down. I want to learn. And then you send each other, you know, maybe a picture of what you're having. You say, yeah, you see, this yogurt and this, <laughs> these peanuts and whatnot, mm. you know, you're in trouble tonight. All those little things, guys. I mean, me not because I'm weird and I'm crazy and barely I, you know, you know, I'm the kind of person that I am. The one time, you can even, you know, when he, oh, God forgive me, when he ascends the stage to preach, sometimes I'll just send a little note. I can't disclose on radio what it says. Uh-uh, you better, note. you better, yeah, you've already yeah. told us, you better. <laughs> what does that note say? What do you say? Preach quickly. Please spend 45 minutes preaching <laughs> because we got to get home, you know, after this. It looks so nice in that suit. Those little things, God. But it's between him and I. You've got a congregation of 300 people. They have no idea what you're talking about. You're going to learn. They're just all blessed and so on. But we have our secret language. Those are the little things. <laughs> Oh, it's the little things that count. Hey, team, as we're talking, when is sex too much in a relationship? And if you are getting too much sex, how do you articulate it to your partner? If you are giving too little sex, why? What's going on? Is it the quality? What's going on? Let me know. We're in the closet. No one can hear it. It's just you and I. Okay, and then obviously Nomondem Thong is also here, but she's she's another me, yeah? So it's just the two of us, just us. Huh? Let me know. 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp at 0614-104-107. SMSs go to 41391. Yeah. Closet Conversations. Oh yes, Atima, we are in the closet. We are talking... Uh, sex and when is it too much in a relationship? Our guest is author and uh, pastor's wife, uh, author of the book Relationships and All That Jazz, Nomondam Song. So here are some messages. Anonymous has sent us a WhatsApp saying, Patricia, given what I have learned about sex over the years, I now appreciate its importance much more than ever before in terms of its overall health benefits mentally and physically for both men and women. Now I wonder, why would anyone want to limit or restrict it when it's offers such great life-enhancing benefits. Anonymous. <laughs> oh, no wonder. I like Anonymous. I like Anonymous's <laughs> comment because he's basically saying that, no limits, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> For him, yes, but we don't know if his partner feels the same. And remember, the key thing here is both of us, him and I, both of us have to be satisfied the same way. Mm, true. And and when it comes to, to, to uh, the next message, this one is from Donald in Rustenburg, who says, Good evening, Patricia and all A-teamers. I think quality sex can only be provided when you are not using a condom. Oh. My bubble. I'm shocked. <laughs> Donald, I'm, I'm shocked. How poor. Now, Monday, please comment. Donald... And thank you for not being anonymous, our bank, Tony. No, not in 2022. <laughs> it, it cannot be. It cannot be after everything that people are going through. And also, another controversial thing is we need to have these conversations even in faith relationships or in, in relationships where people are married. If you've caught your partner multiple times, you know, in extramarital affairs and you've decided 
you have decided to stay with them, male or female, then maybe you should start the conversations as well of saying um, maybe as a couple, we know that we're both negative um, in terms of STDs, STIs, and, uh, you know, being HIV negative, but maybe since you have a, a bit of a, you know, an, an energy that's above me, we should start, have, uh, you know, utilizing condoms, even if we are married. I hear you. I hear you, Namon. Um and I, I think I think the issue of condoms is one that is, is quite contentious. It's always been, and sometimes couples don't know how to navigate around it because if the quality of sex is measured by the use or non-use of condoms, then it means, yeah, the the, the connection between the two is not really there. But for mm. safety, please do use a condom, especially please if it's don't. not your regular partner and you both have not been tested. Let's go to the next message. Andres in Gwagwa says, women must stop giving men stress by shouting. <laughs> women, are you listening? Andres says, and I'm repeating, women must stop giving men stress by shouting. Having gadgets in the bedroom or TV, no supplements will be needed. Most men don't get enough and there's no timetable for service delivery, as it may be called. Humbleness of a woman is the cure of low sex drive. Babies are also part of disruption. Toddlers. <laughs> Please, ladies, it may happen anywhere, as it is the constitutional right of real men. You see, you see, Andres is also very open, and I love Andres for his openness and honesty. There's many things I'm taking out here. Woman, stop shouting and giving men stress. That's one. Don't have gadgets in the bedroom or a TV. That's two. Then the men might not need supplements, okay? And then, yeah, there must be no timetable. The man never gets enough. Service delivery. Sur- no, the words. Service delivery. And then be humble. Because humbleness of a woman cures a low sex drive. Love it, Andres. And then it says babies are also a part of disruption. Toddlers. So women, look after your babies. Make sure they don't come and disturb nookie time. Yeah. And then it's a constitutional right of a real man. Angazi, Angazi, Andres, five points, five points that are very like punchy, you know, all facing towards the woman. Ladies, please, Lady A Tima, send me a message. I'm waiting for you. I know you're listening. Don't be scared. Let's respond to Andres um, and and, and see if these pointers are what you also, um, you know, resonate with. But Namonde, you are the expert here. (laughs) No, Andres, I respect you. Leadership. leadership there. But I like the part about, I think we covered it as well, when he talks about shouting. Don't shout, you know. Men don't really respond well to being shouted at. I mean, I have an 11-year-old son. Even at this age, I mean, he doesn't respond well to me shouting at him. He prefers that I speak to him nicely. Even if I'm frustrated for whatever reason, he prefers that I point out certain things, be sexual, state my case and so on, and then we're going to have a happy uh, home. I would assume that with men and the general as well, it works the same way. So don't shout at me during the day and then in the bedroom now you're jumping at me with lingerie and so on. It's not going to work. I mean, I'm with him. Gadgets and so on, definitely. I mean, it's a turn off. you got to be in the moment. We feel you're sitting best. In the moment, be in the moment, be with me, look at me, you know, have, have an understanding of what we're doing right now. And that will help to get you into the space that you need to be in.
Let's go to some voice notes. I've never been married. I'm turning 48. But uh, if I had a wife, I would wait for her to decide when we should have sex. Uh, I'm at a level where I can stay without sex and be content. All I need is children. Um, hello, Mantuli and uh, Mam Kyongo. I'm enjoying this session of yours. I always do. I always enjoy your sessions. I'm enjoying this one in particular, and uh, I gathered the courage to send you a voice note, but as anonymous from Deben. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, I'm in a relationship which is so interesting. My partner, I call her my six wives, because whenever, wherever, however I want it, she'll always be there. Whenever, however, wherever, whenever, she'll always be there. And it will be wonderful, interesting, exciting sex. I just enjoy it. Thank you. Hi, Patricia. Uh, we can talk of, of any kind of sex and all that stories. One thing for sure, if one of the partner pretend like a wire in the wall, the sex it will never come right. You touch me, I have to touch you back. You suck me, I will suck you back. Secondly, sex or love, it's all about updates, exactly as a smartphone. You see your app needs update, and then you forget about it, and then you want to think that the, the, the app will do the job. It will never do it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Hmm. Those messages from our A-teamers, right? Namonde, uh, uh, I, I like the second one and the, the last one, right? Uh, the second one says, the partner is interesting. The wife is like six wives in one. She yes. gives it wherever, whenever, whenever. however. However. Tata girl. <laughs> and he said it twice. Yes. Hey, yeah, yeah. Big up to you, sister. You're representing us very well. <laughs> and then the other one, the A-teamers saying, no, listen, uh-uh update your smartphone update your partner i love that or else sex is not going to be fun the the mm. even the quantity the quality yonki indonje is just not going to be um, tasteful for you yeah. Yeah. so relationships are a lot of work aren't they they are guys <laughs> and it's so sad that we take uh, relationships you know for granted i mean you update every other app as he says you update the way you work at work. Um, you update everything around you, you know. But when it comes to your relationship, we just assume that things will just be the same as they were with your mother and your great-great-grandmother in 1960-odd-odd. It doesn't work like that, guys. Let's just 
spunk things up a bit. All right, here's a message. This one says, Sis Patricia, as a married person, I have noticed that regular sex makes someone young and happy person. This is from Ilunga in Cape Town. Ah, that's why you look so good, (laughs) Nomonde. Regular Nuki. I was going to go back to that. You remember the first time I came to this show? You said, you don't look your age, but now you know. Now you know. Regular (laughs) sex. Regular sex. Love it, love it. All right, here's another message. This one says, hi, sis Pat. Sometimes the quality of sex is determined by cleanliness. Please, ladies, go to the bathroom and take a shower. Don't wait until it's time for sex and start running to the bathroom. You end up just doing it as a man because you are already in the mood and you have no choice but the drive is already been killed by the smell. Some women just don't know how to clean themselves after the bathroom. Please. That's the biggest killer of sex mood. Hi, Bo. Wait, where are these ladies from who don't take showers? Where are these ladies from who don't groom themselves? Ladies, no, uh, no, no, now I'm offended. One lady made us proud from the rent review from her husband, but now there are ladies who are really disappointing. But listen, team, can you please give advice? Yeah, guys. I mean, uh, that's a personal one. It's just how much you love your body, even if you're not going to have sex with anyone. I mean, I, I wear lingerie just for the kicks of it. Maybe if I had a hard, work, a hard day at work, you know, just to remind myself, you know, you know, you're a good person. At least you look good. You know, you <laughs> might have <laughs> might have not done well in that project, but hey, at least you look good. Let's try again tomorrow, just to make myself feel good. So it goes um, to that as well. If you love yourself, if you love your body, if you're an optimistic person, it's important that you give your body that respect. Clean it up and, you know, make it look uh, exciting for you, not just for your partner. So this uh, issue of running to the bathroom when, you know, a person is making moves on you, I, I don't understand Hey, Nami, I'm confused. Um, uh-uh. No, I'm confused. Uh, but, but ladies, we do urge you, take a shower. Um, but then also, I mean, uh, let, let's come to odor. Because this uh, Atima speaks about odor, right? Uh, that, yeah. no, the smell is just something else. So let's come to odor. Mm-hmm. Sex organs don't smell like roses. No. Even after you've had a shower. <laughs> so if this Atima is talking about that, like, yeah. relax. No. I've never heard of any sexual organ, mm. male or female, that smells like roses. So, it's Zanomoya, Bafetu, and just, yeah, suck it in. That's how it smells. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Your, 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 your body parts, that particular body part, your Gucci, Dande, is actually a smartphone in its own because there are times where it cleans itself, yeah. you know, especially if you don't put anything, no, no Dacha and all these weird things that women put inside there. If, if you just leave it as is, you wash it with uh, cold water and so on, it has moments where it decides, which is, no, there's a little bit of dirt inside of me, and then it will flush itself out. So woe unto you if maybe you, you made moves at that moment where it's just flushing itself out those few minutes. It, it, things like that happen as well. True, very true. Um, mm. And this one, I think we'll close off with it. It says, for me, sex can never be enough. Maybe I might be wrong uh, since I have never been in a serious relationship for more than a year. And to say my sex drive is way, way too high. 
Um, is it possible that my sex drive could drop or find it too much if I could be in a relationship for more than two to three years since I'll be out of the comfort zone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, can I respond to that? So, so, so that all depends. There's no right or wrong sex drive, actually, guys. You only find out that there's a problem with you depending on who you're with. But there are some lucky people out there. I almost said lucky bastards. I can't say that. But there are those lucky people out there, <laughs> 18ers and A-listers, that have found their match. You know, they're all like hyped up. All are operating at 500 degrees, you know, sex drive, where anything goes anywhere, anyhow, as that brother was saying the other, the other time, where every second minute, once they are alone, it's all systems go. So you can't tell me that those people have a problem and they need to tone it down. Equally, there are those that have a low sex drive, but it's both of them. So it works for them, you know, once every two weeks and so on. And they're happy. And hence I said, it's all about who you are with, number one. But two, it's all about ensuring that both of you are satisfied and nobody's walking out of this thing complaining. How do we get our hands on your book, Relationships and All That Jazz? And how do we interact with you on social media platforms? All right. So basically, I'm on all social media platforms. On Facebook, I have a page, Unamond Mshongo. Just like my page, you can DM me. I'm also on Instagram, um, on Unamond Mshongo there as well. You can check me out there. And also, if you've got time, I have a YouTube channel as well. Also, search for Unamond Mshongo. You can have um, a view of all the videos that I've put there. So DM me and order the book. I will courier it to you. Uh, but it's also on Amazon. If you prefer it that way, you can purchase it on Amazon as well as relationships and all that jazz. And may I also point out my, um, it's not a discouragement, but I'm just, guys, with the ladies, uh, we, you know, it was like 90, 99%, 98%, uh, Patricia, all males. So that way, um, the, the listeners didn't get a full view of what we are about because the ladies are so shy about talking about these things. So next time, guys, please participate. It just makes things so much more interesting and it gets our needs out there so that the world will know what we like, what we dislike, and so on. Well, on that note, no wonder. Thank you so very much for joining us. Looking forward to engaging with you in the near future again. Thank you, Sus Pat. Thank you so much, A-listers and A's uh, in the A-team at large. That's the author of book, uh, Relationships and All That Jazz, Nomondam Thongo. Very, very eye-opening that uh, when is sex too much in a relationship? Clearly, it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality from what Nomonda has taught us. Um, A-teamers, it's time for us to go home. But we will be back for the Thursday edition, uh, 10 p.m. up until midnight tomorrow. And trust me, the Closet Conversation hot steaming hot so make sure you are tuned in uh from us may goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success